Hello, welcome to episode one of the A to Steam podcast. My name is Chris, and this week on the podcast, I will be talking about Space Plan, Dead Cells, Dragon Quest Heroes 2, and Shark Simulator. All games that I talk about will be linked in the show notes. I've got my cup of coffee, so let's go. So to begin with, uh, just a quick intro, as this is the first episode of the podcast. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, A2Steam is a blog I've been running for about two years, where I sometimes frequently, sometimes periodically review the games that I've been playing in my Steam library. It was originally set up as a way to motivate me to uh, pick a game to play. My Steam library has gotten wildly out of control in size, and... Uh, a little paralyzed, a little, little bit paralyzed uh, when it came to picking what game I wanted to play. Uh, so I would just start a game and then start another game and start another game, and I just wasn't getting anywhere. Uh, and I kind of wasn't having fun doing that. So I wanted to focus. And this way, I would play a game, complete it, or come close to completing as I felt I wanted to. Then I could write about it, and it was a way to focus me. Uh, into to actually enjoying the games that I was playing. Um, since then, I've just gotten into the habit of just picking a game and sticking with it and playing it. Uh, and, you know, quite often I write about it on the blog. Uh, but writing is not my... I'm not a writer. I'm not super good at it. Uh, I write in a very like light conversational way. It's difficult and time-consuming for me, and that's time I would more often rather spend playing games. Uh, So instead, I've decided to do a podcast, because I can talk about a game much quicker, much more concisely than I could write about it. Um, I do other podcasts already, so talking into a microphone, not a big deal for me. Uh, So kind of pushed myself out of an uncomfort zone into a comfort zone. Probably not what I should be doing, but uh, but I plan to release these episodes twice a month. We'll see how it goes. Uh, depends on if I actually have anything to talk about or not. Uh, if I get deep in a long-running game, I may wait till I finish it before talking about it. Uh, this first episode I'm going to do is I'm actually going to talk about a few games that uh, I played towards the end of last year that were not on the blog, uh, that didn't make the kind of my top... 10, 12 of the year at the end of the at the end of the year. Uh, these uh, four games I'm going to talk about. I brought them up uh, at the start there, and uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, so the first game uh, I'm going to talk about here is Space Plan. Uh, Space Plan is a clicker game. Uh, I've talked about clickers before on the blog. Uh, human-powered spacecraft was the first one I think I talked about. And uh, while I enjoy the concept of a clicker, you know, you click the buttons, the numbers go up, who doesn't like that? I uh, have an issue with the kind of never-endingness that most clickers have. Uh, And eventually the numbers just stop meaning anything, and I don't don't care about them anymore. Uh, So I've been drawn to clickers that are shorter, 
uh, the finite clickers, uh, and I found that these usually uh, often are full of much more uh, interesting systems because they don't have to rely on being uh, just this endless number grind. The number grind actually means something, it actually performs something, and they usually have a lot of clever writing in them. Uh, Human-powered spacecraft, which I wrote about, I thought was quite good, uh, and Space Plan, which I played towards the end of the year, uh, is in the same camp. Uh, it's it's a bit of satire, a kind of about the brief history of space. Uh, Stephen Hawking's A Brief History of Time. Uh, it talks. It's mostly about powering things with potatoes, uh, rebuilding the universe. It's pretty funny. I quite enjoyed it. Um, it doesn't take long to go through it. Uh, I think I logged maybe 20 hours playing it. Uh, and that includes idle time. So, you know, it was probably actually about four hours of playing it. And then about, you know, 15, 16 hours of actual uh, uh, idle time with the game running in the background. Uh, I'm... Not 100% sure that unlike a lot of clickers, I mean, I'm pretty sure it runs even if you're not running the program, but uh, I usually just left it on and then would just periodically as I was in and out of the, you know, room with the computer, just, you know, the numbers have gone up a bit, click the buttons for a bit, read the funny thing that's come up, you know, uh, whatever the story was, and, and then, you know, left it for a few more hours. Uh... It's a couple of bucks. I think it's a. I think it's a three bucks on Steam. I'm pretty sure I picked it up for probably half that on a Steam sale, and quite enjoyed it. Uh, the writing is actually like, like uh, I, you know, laugh out loud funny in some places. Um, real like comically ridiculous level of of writing. Um, you know, you're using potatoes to power everything from satellites to you know, galaxy generators. Uh, it gets it gets funny and interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, space plan. Uh, you want to play a twenty-hour clicker? There you go. Next up is a game called Dead Cells. Dead Cells was a came out uh, mid last year, twenty eighteen. Uh, had a fairly long lead up in early access. Uh, and generated a lot of uh, press during that time. Uh, it's a roguelite, Metroid-style, side-scrolling, pixel action platformer. Um, you work your way through this castle that's got various zones. Uh, you unlock stuff for further runs. Um, it's... It looks good. It plays good. Uh, nice snappy controls. Uh, very bright visual art style. Uh, you, you can easily see what's going on on the screen. Um, I initially was really enjoying myself with it. Uh, a huge variety of different weapons you have uh, to use. Uh, as you go through, you upgrade your abilities. Uh, even if you die and you start again, you get to weapons that you've discovered in previous runs you get to use and find for later runs. So as you go on, the uh, what's open to you to use uh, grows, and you 
pick what you want and it, you there's sort of a bit of a collection aspect to it uh every weapon every item that you get uh goes into these little vials and when you start a new run these all these vials are hanging from the ceiling you can see and they fill up as the game goes on it was really neat uh where i got stuck with the game was every so many levels there's a boss fight and i don't I haven't really talked a lot about it on the blog before, uh, but I, I'm i not a big fan of boss fights. I find usually they end up kind of breaking the flow of a game. Um, the mechanics of the boss fight rarely reflect the uh, mechanics you've been using in the game up until that point. The difficulty is usually quite spikes and the penalty for failure is usually very large uh, mostly in terms of time your time um, you know a lot of games you lose the boss fight at the end of the game you got to start the level again and then you get to the boss and you get one shot at the boss and then you got to do the whole level again you spend most of your time not fighting the boss uh, I've never been one to really learn boss patterns uh, attack patterns and behaviors uh mostly just because i find them frustrating uh i'm bad at video games you know what, what can i say uh and i found dead cells to be no different uh depending on the weapons i had sometimes i could cheese my way past the bosses um but i just didn't find the boss fights fun compared to the exploration and the regular part of the game where you're fighting just the mini the mix of various minions each you know combination giving you a certain challenge you know you get to know the minions as the game goes on and you know what each can do and so when you meet combinations of them the the challenges is well how do i defeat a while dealing with b and vice versa um and but it's it's similar principles can be applied and i just found the boss fights to just be this whole other level of difficulty both in terms of personal skill and of understanding what i need to do to defeat them uh that kind of just drove me down from finishing the game uh which was a bit of a shame because you know the time i sunk into it i really enjoyed uh i'm never going to come close to finishing it uh but what i did played i liked um if you like a game that is you know all the things i said and has the boss fights and you don't mind boss fights dead cells i mean it is very positively reviewed you probably can't go wrong uh, it's not pricey it potentially can provide you with a lot of playtime, a lot of content uh and it you know looks good sounds good everything about it is super polished you know, uh, it's just I got hung up on one of the sort of major mechanics of the game. Um, you know, nicely I can go back and replay it anytime I want. You know, uh, my progress will, that I've made will all still be there. You know, I can do a few runs to freshen up my, my skills. You know, uh, inevitably I'll just hit another boss and be done with it. Um, but, uh, it, you know that's that's how these games often go for me uh third game i've got here as i 
switch around my, my tabs, uh, is uh, a game I put a, a chunk of hours into last year. I was, I was kind of excited when it came out. Uh, it actually came out in 2017. I didn't get it till 2018. Uh, but it was Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Um, so it's a hack and slash uh, RPG uh, of the... Uh, Usu, I believe is how it's pronounced, variety, and uh, which is the, uh, I think the, there's a long-running, I think it's called the Three Kingdoms or something like that, uh, series that uh, brings these in. You, you play a single individual or a small group of individuals, and you end up fighting hundreds and hundreds of bad guys in these battlefield-style missions where you run from area to area, uh, leading your troops versus huge swaths of enemy troops. You make attacks that kill 50 guys, uh, you know, and then there's 100 more fill their place. And uh, Dragon Quest Heroes is a little lighter on that front. It's it's smaller number of guys, but um, all in the Dragon Quest theme, Dragon Quest being a long-running uh, RPG series stretching back to, I believe, the Nintendo days, early Nintendo days. Um, uh, and I really like the kind of cartoon-looking art style this had. Very clean, crisp, everything bright. Um, it looked like a lot of fun to play. So uh, I picked it up rather than the first. The first one had kind of meh reviews, and the second one came out to, you know, like they've done a much better job with the second one, and I picked it up on a Steam sale. And uh, I, as I always do with these games, after about 10 hours, I got kind of bored of it. Um, you know, the, the story was interesting, but uh, there was a lot of... Uh, the, the initial repetition of gameplay I enjoyed. The running through areas, fighting these guys, uh, you know, hundreds of enemies, and moving to the, doing a mission and with specific objectives, you know, fighting these enemies and fighting these uh, bosses. Uh, unlike Dead Cells, uh, these bosses were a much uh, it's a much lighter variety of combat uh, lots of butt mashing uh, combo easily executed combos um, uh, and the, the story seemed interesting interesting the pardon me uh, to have a drink of coffee here the characters um, were interesting uh, you can switch up your party members their gear you level them up um, you can really fine-tune it to the style you want to play. Uh, after about 10, 15 hours of it, I got bored. And, which kind of bummed me out, knowing that, like, potentially it is a very long-running game. You know, it's 50, 60 probably hours to finish it at least. Um, but I started to find as the game went on, the enemies, even the 10 hours in, the enemies started to have more and more hit points. The battles were taking longer and longer and longer without being more interesting, without uh, offering any more fun in return. And for that reason, I kind of just started to drift away from it. Uh, I think probably, you know, uh, my time with it was done. And I've, <clears throat> there was a time me there was a time when finishing a game was very important to me uh, I had to see it through to the end it, you know even if that meant using uh, 
a trainer or a cheat engine to, to get to where I wanted to you know see the content um, and now I've gotten to a point where if I start having fun with a game I have this huge library I don't have time to play things that I'm not finding fun anymore I'll move on to something I don't find fun when a game starts to feel like work I I don't want to, my games to be work I want my games to be entertainment and fun I'm gonna move on and so I've moved on from Dragon Quest Heroes 2 uh, I might go back to it you know I left it installed you know it, it's an easy thing to pick up but you know probably not um, but if you do like that style of game and you like you know uh, visually what this game has to offer and you're a fan of the Dragon Quest series and the Mushu Musu uh, style game it's probably a good one uh, definitely grab it on sale it's 80 bucks brand it's 80 bucks new but that's crazy you, c you can get it cheaper don't don't pay 80 dollars for it uh, final game we're going to talk about uh, on this episode is Shark Simulator which is the reverse of $80. This game is free. Uh, it initially did have a, I don't know, I think a $10 or a $12 price tag on it. But the developer, unfortunately, went out of business. They had to close up shop. They couldn't stay uh, you know, running. Uh, and so they just took what they had of Shark Simulator, which I think might have been in early access, and flipped it over and made it free. Uh, which, you know, the game is not finished. It's in development, it's in a development state. Um, so there's bugs, there's weirdness, but it's a weird sandbox game where you're a shark that can go on land, can jump, can wear sunglasses and have a minigun strapped to its tail and you roam around you roam around this island town and you do these missions and each mission will get you uh, you know something new and then it'll ask you to do something else and slowly by slowly you'll work your way through the interesting funny you know comical content that this this island has it's kind of like a a, a, a GTA without any story and you don't drive a car instead you're a shark um, even even as you do crazy stuff as a shark you get stars and the cops come after you it's colorful comical uh, pretty fun to play uh, sometimes very difficult uh, sometimes the bugs because it's all physics based will cause hilarious and or frustrating things to happen um, I've completed missions on a fluke because the physics freaked out one way and I've also been shot straight you know into the sky and out of the game uh, causing the game to crash because of a physics bug going against me um, but for a free game that you're probably only gonna pay for you know as many hours as you're entertained by it you can't you can't go wrong i don't think uh i thought it was i thought it was super fun so yeah shark simulator all right so uh that's the first episode uh i hope 
the sound quality is all right for you guys. Uh, I'm hoping people enjoy this. Uh, hope to have another episode out in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you like this uh, and have any questions or comments, you can do so at Adisteam on Facebook or on Blogspot uh, or right here on Anchor FM where the podcast is hosted. Uh, if you're interested in films, please check out the other podcast I co-host, the What We've Watched podcast. You can just Google that. It'll take you to Facebook or SoundCloud where it's hosted. The intro music to this episode is Battle Normal by Black Hat Games. Uh, okay, so that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Cheers.